Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Got to thank our sponsors because they truly do make it happen for our show, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at RentersWarehouse.com. Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your car buying uh, process by seeing them in Lebanon or checking them out at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, and Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a plan for you at FBHP.com slash A-T-O-Z. So today is the day where teams can start to decide if they want to use the franchise tag. So not every team has to use a franchise tag. Not, not every team will use it. But the Titans have Harold Landry, who is by far the only guy who the Titans should consider using the franchise tag on. Because obviously they break out season last year for this defense that made a drastic jump from bottom third of the league to top third of the league when it comes in a lot of different categories. Harold Landry was a key part of all of that, and it was a contract year. And so in a contract year, guys get paid. So franchise tag window, for everybody to know, starts technically started yesterday at 3 p.m., and teams have until March 8th, that's two weeks to, from today, March 8th, to put their franchise tags out there. So there are a lot of pros and cons on the franchise tag overall, but let's go ahead and toss it to CBS Sports, who talked about this on their HQ show about whether the Titans uh, and for, and Harold Landry and the entire situation of the franchise tag for Landry. 22 QB hits, 12 sacks, both career highs for him, JJ. Safe to say he's staying in Tennessee with the Titans, right? Well, maybe, right? Because it's not like, again, they're flush with cap space. And you look at the deal that they uh, gave Bud Dupree. Bud Dupree's counting 9% of their cap. And, and, you know, that's hard if you're going to pay Harold Landry, that franchise tech, that's a whole lot of money you got tied up at outside linebacker when this is a team that has some other needs. And listen, they want to keep Harold Landry. And I think the great thing about the Tennessee Titans is there was a report out there from a couple months ago that they had already been discussing a contract extension. It would behoove Harold Landry to go ahead and, well, not sign whatever's on the table, of course, but to sign that long-term deal if it is a fair deal. For him and the Tennessee Titans because of course that would lower the cap hit that would be uh, the sort of guaranteed large number of the franchise tag he's not even 26 years old yet Tennessee Titans have had some misses in the draft Harold Landry is that dude you do want to keep him in there but again it's a it's a big proposition to ask them to tie up all that money at the outside linebacker position so hopefully they are closer to that contract extension where they don't have to exercise the tag and be sort of hamstrung by that big number heading into free agency. Yeah, they shouldn't retain his services. He played some of his best football a year ago, double-digit sacks, over 70 total tackles. But when you look at where they are when it comes to contracts, they've already given out defensively. They gave out a lot of money to Bud Dupree, as you mentioned. Harold outplayed Bud Dupree. You look at Danico Autry, they signed from the Indianapolis Colts, gave him a nice contract as well, and eventually they're going to have to pay Jeffrey Simmons. So will they find a way to uh, get it in with Harold Landry? I think it would make sense, but I don't know. And then when you talk about the franchise tag as well, that's a healthy uh, salary to pay for one year for one guy. But all in all, the best years are yet to come. He basically showed the organization what type of player he can be. Very, very consistent. And when you can put pressure on the quarterbacks and get sacks, that's, a, that's always a big need for organizations. So hopefully Tennessee, they do the right thing. Worst case scenario, tag him. But they need to find a way to keep him in a Tennessee Titans uniform. So that was uh, Jonathan Jones and Brian McFadden at CBS Sports there. And, you know, I was watching the comment section as McFadden was talking there. Uh, and, you know, the worst case scenario, as McFadden just said, is that you tag him because you got to keep this guy around. Ethan says great pass rushers don't grow on trees. Orlando says the big point there is the misses in the draft. You got to tag or sign Harold Landry. And then I see Alex say, I honestly don't see the Titans using a tag on Landry. And Sean says, let that man walk if he wants 17 mil, no way. So, Zach, what was your uh, feeling when you were watching that video? 
Well, my initial reaction, they need to get one of those guys a backdrop and a microphone. And then the other thing was, <laughs> Brian McFadden, I didn't realize, won two Super Bowls with the Steelers. So th- those are my first reactions okay. uh, from, from that clip. My second reaction is, I, I, I at least they understand the value that Harold Landry has brought to the Tennessee Titans. Now, whether they've watched all of his games or not, I would doubt. But they, they at least spoke about the impact that Harold Landry has had in his in his tenure at Tennessee. And I, I you know, we talked a little bit about this last week, is I, I do think that he has major value to the team in that defensive line. And the franchise tag is very unique, right? That is a way to keep guys around. We saw the Bucks do that with Chris Godwin last year. They've mm-hmm. done that with Shaq Barrett. Other teams have used that franchise tag to their advantage. And not the quarterback position, right? We all know that that is kind of to hold their quarterback hostage like Dak until they give him a boatload of money. This is one of those. What is, I think this is all about the market. What do the other teams value Harold Landry for? I think we all know that the Tennessee Titans love Harold Landry. They love his work ethic. You've talked about this before, Austin, about Mike Vrabel's kind of love affair with Harold Landry and all the things that he does the right way, whether it's practice. He doesn't say much to the media. He just picks his lunch pail up, goes to work, and he's gotten better each and every year. And to the chat's point, they haven't drafted great, right? So this is the one guy that they draft. That's why I was was kind of going back on what I usually base my opinion on because – I usually don't like spending that type of money, but he's a very important player at a very important position that you've drafted, you've groomed. You're doing all of the right things. It's really about what other teams are going to be willing to pay him. Sure, totally. And you haven't had to take Harold Landry off the field the last three years, like in any situation. He plays goal line, he plays third and long, he plays everything in between. And so... I, I do have the biggest benefit and really the only benefit in the Titans using the franchise tag on Harold Landry. So I'll get to that in a second, but real quick, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and Renters Warehouse Nashville. The professional landlords in the Nashville area simply head to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There's a ton of ways you can use Renters Warehouse to benefit you and your situation, creating extra cash flow for you and your family. Also, uh, getting long-term equity because long-term equity helps you build long-term wealth to get retirement plan ready. And the best thing about Renters Warehouse, they're the landlords. You're not. Being a landlord is a bunch of work. So why not have Renters Warehouse do that for one low monthly rate? They do it all. They find the tenants. They price the unit. They also uh, do all the tax work, all the maintenance calls, everything you can think of at RentersWarehouse.com. It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM. Do not forget to download the app right there, right on your screen. Promo code ATOZ Sports for a risk-free bet up to $1,000. It's a risk-free bet up to $1,000 for new users. Download the app today. All right, so the franchise tag for Harold Landry would be north of $17 million. And if you watched our show last week when Buck Rising reported at ATOZSports.com, you saw that Harold Landry, one of his goals and priorities in free agency is to be the highest paid player in his meeting room. That would mean he would be paid more than Bud Dupree, who makes $16.5 million on average salary by the Tennessee Titans. Now, right there, you heard Jonathan Jones of CBS Sports saying Bud Dupree counts for 9% of the Titans cap. So, do you want to tag or sign Harold Landry to double that 9% and make it 18% of your cap between your two edge rushers while your quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, also takes up 18% 18% of your cap. So the only way you can you can use the franchise tag on Harold Landry is to avoid what you talked about a few minutes ago, is the open market. You do not. I think if Harold Landry gets the open market, he gone. You are not going to be able to survive a bidding war with other teams who have more cap flexibility than you. So he, if he gets to that open market on March 14th, which is when you can start tampering, then Harold Landry has played his last day in the Titans uniform. So the way you can kick the can down the road is you replicate what you did with Derrick Henry a couple off seasons ago. 
you franchise tag Derrick Henry and you use that to buy yourself a few months to figure out a long-term contract for Harold Harold Landry. You got to be willing to pay that that tag price though. I understand. And you were willing to pay the, the Derrick Henry tag price a couple years ago, but if you franchise <laughs> the difference tag, between that tag price though, yeah, I, I, yeah, I believe. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, but you have to, yeah. but if you're it's a massive, it, he almost but, doubled. Zach, I'm just saying, I'm going off of what we, what you said earlier, it, you know, Vrabel loves Harold Landry. Harold Landry is everything the Titans are looking for in a football player because he's got the production on the field too. If you don't want that guy to get away, this is the best way to do it. Are they going to come to a deal before the you know franchise or before free agency hits? I probably doubt it. But if you tag him, you buy yourself five months, and you have the ability to allow the rest of the roster to fall in place because we know there are decisions to make about Jack Rabbit Jenkins. There's a decision to make about Lawan and Roger Saffold on the offensive line and Ben Jones at center. There's a bunch of other players you can cut to create cap space. And so if you if you do want and have to have Harold Landry back, the only way to use a franchise tag to your benefit is to buy you some more time. And, and that allows you to see how the draft goes. You've got the post-June 1st decisions on Lawan and Saffold and Julio that you can allow yourself to make and then see where Harold Landry can fit with a long-term deal because the Titans would like to pay Harold Landry a long-term deal. Harold Landry wants to be under a long-term deal. He doesn't want to play in the franchise tag. Nobody wants to play under the franchise tag. It's a big risk. And so it just buys yourself five months. Yeah, I think two things from what you said. Harold Landry wants to hit the open market. He he wants to be a Tennessee Titan, but he wants the Titans to bid with the. It's like the housing market in Nashville. If you've ever sold a house, you want to get to the open market. You don't want an under-the-table deal. Because once it hits, you get into a bidding war. And that bidding war, if your house is selling for X amount of dollars, you're probably going to get 50 grand extra, maybe 100, Zach, maybe here's, 200 here's the difference. extra. Here's now the we're difference talking about analogy. millions more. I understand. Here's the difference in your analogy. The person who is selling their house is moving and wants to move. They've decided they want to move. In this analogy, that doesn't really fit because Harold Landry, you just said, probably doesn't want to move. He wants to stay here. Well, no. Well, to to where my where my point was getting to is Harold Landry wants to move. He wants to move. He wants to be on the open market. He's going to get the most money there. But he's got a landlord that can lock him in, and that is John Robinson. But is the landlord willing to pay? And I think that's the caveat to this entire situation. Are the Tennessee Titans willing to guarantee seventeen plus million dollars to one player? You just went through the terms. You got uh, a percentage that goes to Landry, a percentage that goes to Bud Dupree. You got a percentage that goes to to Ryan Tannehill. That's a huge chunk of your salary cap that does incrementally go up each year. But I personally look. I've said it, and I I stand by my statement last week. I do not relinquish on this the titans should re-sign harold landry they need him i think that would be the best case scenario how they get there is a little tough because i don't know if they're willing to pay him that 17 million dollars for one year but that's leverage right that is the landlord has the power right that is what john robinson has got to figure out if he is willing to use in the same realm it is very different than Derrick Henry because the position they play and the money they yield. Running back is not valuable compared to what and I'm the not pass trying to is. compare that. I'm comparing the timelines of what the Derrick Henry franchise tag allowed the Titans to do via timeline. But also, what it's easier to say, I'm willing to pay the running back franchise tag pretty quick because Derrick Henry was the best running back in the league. It is much more difficult to say I'm willing to pay a pass rusher tag when Harold Landry is not the best pass rusher. I, I understand in the what you're saying, but again, the timeline that my I I am a anti franchise tag guy, right? And so if you know that about me, I am trying to inform of the only way to use the franchise tag to your benefit from the team standpoint is the Derrick Henry timeline situation or what I laid out with Harold Landry because you know. The franchise paying 
Harold Landry seventeen million dollars a year and having it all count this year because you tagged him is a is not a good business move by the Tennessee Titans because then he's on another contract year making a buttload more than he was last year. And what if he goes out and has seventeen sacks uh, this upcoming season? Well, now then you, you let him walk and you figure out your quarterback situation. You completely restructure with your cap space. That's that would be the right. That again, would be but, the deal. But what happens? But what happens next off season? AJ Brown skyrockets. Right, Jeffrey Simmons skyrockets up to his fifth year option. We're not. He's over ten million dollars. So. You gotta be. It's a. It's gonna be like the the video and CBS said the Titans had some misses in the draft, but they also had some hits on the draft that are gonna be big money guys. Like AJ Brown and Jeffrey Simmons are going to be big money dudes, probably making a combined forty million dollars once they sign their second deals uh, together. You also have Amani Hooker, who is gonna be a nice deal at some point uh, because of the, he's a fourth round pick at safety. Then you have Nate Davis, who's your starting at, starter at guard. There's a lot of movement. And that 2019 draft class, I'm left out David Long. He's probably your best linebacker. You're going to have to pay a lot of guys from that 2019 draft class at the same time. Can you afford to do that and then keep Harold Landry? That's why I said last week that I don't think it's smart at all to make Harold Landry the highest paid guy in that meeting room and pay him more than Bud Dupree. I don't think that's smart for the Titans to do. So now let's put Just because you want something doesn't mean you're going to get it, right? Sure, because yeah. they could ta- they could tag him and try to negotiate that. I'm just curious to see what Her- Harold Landry. We know a little bit about his mindset because of that report, but when it g- comes to the deal, uh, you never know what what happens between John Robinson and that agent. So I, I look, I, everybody has their own value in their mind. What do the Titans value Harold Landry, and what does Harold Landry value Harold Landry? Right, right. Uh, so again, like you know, uh, I just saw this. MB says, Austin, your your method, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. That I, I don't think Harold Landry should be back with the Titans if it's going to be seventeen million dollars or in that ballpark. I don't think that's smart. My 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 situation earlier was spelling out how the Titans can use the franchise tag to their benefit. I also don't think that's a realistic possibility. I think Harold Landry is going somewhere else. So now let's get your predictions here. Uh, what's your prediction for Harold Landry in free agency? Is he tagged by the Titans, signed by the Titans, or does he sign somewhere else in the NFL? But real quick, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, fbhp.com slash A to Z. Farm Bureau Health Plans has helped me tremendously in just – uh, a few short months in this year. Better coverage, better rates, better service, over 200 locations in the state of Tennessee and all walks of life. You may be an entrepreneur and and employed by yourself. You may be self-employed. You may have a family, young families. They should take a look at fbhp.com slash A to Z. It has saved me over 20% per month. And I literally have better coverage with a lower rate. It's unbelievable. All I had to do is take a 30 to 40 minute, mine took about like 25 to 30 minute health assessment. They ask you a bunch of questions. They get to know your your health. And then they go and give you a quote a few days later. Once that quote comes in, you they sit there and ballpark what it, it could be after their health health assessment. They give you a real life quote and they say, this is what we're willing to, to give you to be able to pay each month. Mine was unbelievable. Again, 20% each month. That's hundreds, if not thousands of dollars over the course of a year. FBHP.com slash A to Z. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. Use this code ATOZ Sports to get a risk free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet after your first deposit. It's a great way to jumpstart that bankroll. It's that time, Zach. It's college hoops time as we're approaching uh, the month of March. Also, the NBA coming back from the All Star break. It's time to build that bankroll with the BetMGM app. Use the code ATOZ Sports for risk free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet after your first deposit. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions 21 or older, Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days. And for problem gaming support, call Tennessee Redline at 800 889 9789. The question here is what's your prediction on Harold Landry? Is he tagged by the Titans? Signed by the Titans long-term, or does he sign elsewhere in free agency? Zach, what are the comments saying? 
I like this one by Johnny Lee. As long as the Titans can go out and get Gasicki. I have an opinion about Mike Gasicki that we will have a conversation on a later day. Note. Well, it's going to be have to be tomorrow or late next week. <laughs> it can be tomorrow. It can be tomorrow. Uh, I like Gasicki. Bring him, we'll bring him to we'll, Tennessee. Bring bookmark to that thing for tomorrow. We're talking about Mike Gasicki and the Titans tomorrow. I like Gasicki. Okay. Uh, let's let's go to the. I like Uh Let's go to the, let's go to the comments. Michael says tagged by the Titans. Orlando says tag. Mark says walked. Robert says signed. Uh, Scott says just backload a contract. Uh, that's easier said than done. Sign yeah, that's some, what, that's typically else. what happens though. They backload contracts. That's that's how the NFL does it, especially teams like the Titans who are pretty tight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, Yuri says sign somewhere else. Uh, sign, uh, get a couple comments coming elsewhere from G man because of the money. Wilbur says elsewhere, elsewhere from Ethan. Sean says elsewhere. Nick says tagged and then signed before the season. So he's going with the concept that you laid out at the beginning of the show. Robert says, I think the Titans sign him. Uh, let's see, sign him for Dre signed by Albert Scott says tag. So uh, tagged for one year for MB. A lot of different things are coming through. Corey says tagged. Austin, you've kind of already said yours. You you believe he goes somewhere else. I do. Yeah, I think uh, his value is so strong. Somebody's going to to open it up for Harold Landry. And you have to, if you're in Harold Landry's spot, go get that money, man. Go get the bag. Don't worry about where you're going to be. You're 25, about to turn 26 years old. Go get paid family tree changing money with this second contract. And if you want it to be over Bud Dupree's money and the Titans can't afford to do that, then go take whoever's going to give it to you uh, and, and play that four-year deal out and, and change your life, right? So that's what I think the Titans should do. It, I, I don't think they should pay him $17 million. It's not smart. You, you already have... Well, uh, should and will, right? We don't, don't misconstrue him. You said should. This I don't think prediction. they should. This is my right. I don't think they should. And my prediction has already been stated. So why am I, I don't want to be redundant here. My prediction is he will go elsewhere. So I don't think it's smart for the Titans to do this because they've already got free agent money in Dupree and Autry and future big money coming up with Jeff Simmons on that front line. You've got to make sure Tannehill has the resources around him because you are stuck with Ryan Tannehill, at least for this year. Go make sure Tannehill's life is better because your defense, sure, it'll take a drop without Harold Landry, but that drop, you still got really good defense. Like, you still do. I think Bud Dupree's going to have a much bigger year this year than what he had this past last year. So I think it would, if they did in fact, because I do, I I think what we stated earlier, you got to tag him and then negotiate with him and kind of hold him hostage in his own house. The only way you can use the tag. Right. Yeah. But you got to be willing to pay that $17 million up front because he may just say, all right, we can't get a deal done. I'm just going to take my $17 million for one more year and then move on. My prediction of what I think will happen, and uh, I'm going to go with the love of the show from Orlando because I'm going to go a little bit further. Okay. Orlando gets the love of the show because this is what I predict will happen. He'll go to the Giants or the Jets and we'll never hear from him again. <laughs> It just, that makes the most sense to me. We've seen it too much. And maybe it's not the Giants or the Jets. Maybe it's like the Panthers or the Jags or whatever it is, right? But I that makes the most sense because here is the hard situation. Austin, do you think the Titans believe that Harold Landry is a top 10, top five pass rusher? I think he's one of the top, I mean, you're splitting hairs. He's, I think he's probably more like six through 10 than top five. Okay. I think he's probably His stats lo- show last year. He was 10th in sacks. He was 10th in, uh, I want to say hurries and 10th in tackles for loss in, in the that, league. So, and that's why I say he's probably lower than 10. He's probably outside of the 10 consistently because what do we know? When players get contracts. Things do change. They get older. He hasn't been injured thus far. That is about to happen just because you can't stay healthy your entire career. That's very, very difficult. I don't think that they will be, they will pay Harold Landry 
top 10 money because that's what he will demand because I don't know if the Titans think that he is a top 10 talent. We're not talking about TJ Watt. We're not talking about the Von Millers of the world back in the day. Those are like top five. Those are like top two talents. But when is he going to get paid? Well, those guys are getting paid like $21 million a year. <laughs> like that, that. 17 But for a big deal, Austin, for uh, uh, if, if he gets signed this offseason, he's going to get upwards of 17 to $18 million. Uh, And if yeah, you go I into a, the market, it may be closer to 19 That's now closer to a top five pass rusher. And well, I believe- no, top five pass rushers will probably get 21, 22 more. Like, right? Like that's. But they're not on the open market this year. Yes, so they get paid what they are. Well, We're talking about he, this year. Yeah, what so was he's going to get closer to the, the guys that have already been signed that are Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, those guys. So that's why I don't think that they will pay him because I think somebody else, like the Giants or the Jets, will. And Harold Landry will not become a top five pass rusher. I, it's I not. do think that they value him for what he has done. Yeah. I just don't know. I don't think the Titans will pay him. So yeah, my uh, prediction is that he will sign somewhere else. I would like to see them get a deal done because I think that there's a value. And maybe if you pay him $17 million for one year and then all of that money comes off the books next year and you realize that you're going to have to draft somebody this year and groom, maybe that could be the philosophy. But my prediction is he will go to another team that will pay him, overpay him. Yes. Uh, so uh, Troy says whoever pays him $17 million is losers. I think that's a little strong. Um, so TJ Watt got $28 million a year, says Titans Kyle. I don't think it's twenty eight. I, I think that would have been a lot bigger news. You're going to look up TJ Watt's contract? contract I was going to look up. Joey Bosa signed the most. Uh, TJ Watt just signed it, didn't he? TJ Watt was the most recent. Oh well, yeah, but he is the highest play, paid. Uh, yeah, it probably is twenty eight, just because is the he is the highest paid pass rusher in NFL history. Right. And, um, yeah. But he just came off of an unbelievable. Cedric season. says uh, Weaver will come in and handle all that, and that's look. Rashad Weaver needs to be an impact player next year. Yeah, I, absolutely. You drafted Rashad Weaver to be your Harold Landry insurance. Unfortunately, he broke his leg in week one. Uh, but I, I do think Rashad Weaver has a lot of upside, and that's why they drafted Weaver. They signed Dupree and drafted Weaver to make sure that they had pass rush this year. And then if Harold Landry outplayed uh, what the Titans can afford, they feel better about having Weaver in the system coming in. What you got there from your research? Oh, God. This is <laughs> – the cost The cost is ridiculous. Yeah, Joey Bosa signed uh, in 2020, and he is set to make – 28 million dollars this TJ year watt is said to make uh 31 Woo! well now that includes some signing bonus right right yeah all yes. that includes signing bonus. Well, what's the average annual salary the base salary is 24 what's the average annual salary across the life of the deal oh uh 28 million dollars 28 for for tj watt yeah, and he got a thirty-five million dollars signing bonus. Jeez. So did Joey Bosa. He got a thirty-five million dollars signing bonus, and yeah, his and average so Titan, salary Titan is Kyle says, Apologize, there, Austin. Yeah, my bad, Kyle. You're right. <laughs> I didn't think it was twenty-eight. So look, if you I if you think, think I thought TJ Watts was probably closer to that, I didn't think Joey Bosa's was twenty-seven. Right. So again, that makes Bud Dupree and Harold Landry around sixteen, seventeen sound like a great situation. But can the Titans afford to do that? No, in my opinion. The Titans can't. And Michael says non-exclusive tag him. You can get two firsts or an incentive-based contract that can go up. Harold Landry is an unrestricted free agent. Michael, you cannot put a restricted free agent tender on an unrestricted free agent. So, Michael, you can't necessarily do that. Yeah, I, and, and here's the worry about the situation we put together. If they do tag him at $17 million, but he wants a long-term deal and feels the Titans are holding him up from getting that big money on the open market, he could sit out. He could play that game. Here's the the tough part. 
He's just coming off of a rookie deal, so he probably won't do that, right? He will no. probably pay, pay, play because yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't have, have the, the money. money. Yeah, he doesn't he have doesn't the money. Have the money. No. So that's another leverage of the Titans maybe taking advantage of a guy who doesn't have the cash. But you, you, the players sit out on the, the second of back-to-back franchise tags. So, because they just got a lot of money with the first franchise tag. So, you, if you're willing to, if you're willing to pay this man seventeen plus million dollars, you franchise tag him, and then you get him for one year, and you draft somebody but else. You, but you can't afford. I don't think you can afford to do that. If you franchise tag Harold Landry, then you probably are without both Saffold and Lawand. Like that. That's kind of how I feel. If you're going to put that much money into one year of Harold Landry, then you've got to clear space elsewhere. Because you still got to go out there and, and sign a tight end. You got zero tight ends on the books. You got to go out there and get another wide receiver, and you have a whole draft class. Gasecki. We're going to talk about Mike Gasecki tomorrow. Gasecki or Gasicki? Gasicki. Gasecki. Gasicki. Mike. We got to get this right because I'm going to be saying it a lot. Look, my my late father in law. I watched some Penn State games when uh, he was when Gasicki was there uh, with my father. So he's sick. He we're sick Mike for Gasicki. That's that's what they say up there in PA. I don't know. I'm but, I'm sick for Gesicki. I want Gesicki. Yeah, Mike Gesicki. That's how I've always heard it. Uh, and Nick <laughs> just says he's Gesicki. Uh, maybe I don't know if he's Gesicki or Gesicki. Well, yeah, or when what. two is throwing you the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby says it's an I sound, not an E sound. Gesicki. Gesicki. <laughs> All right, it is sports. So we both we both think. And are predicting Harold Landry to go somewhere else. Correct. It's it's too logical. I I would love for Harold Landry to be back on that team, but I don't. I think the the puzzle is too complicated based on what you kind of hinted at is what the Titans feel. It's really how do they feel about their cap situation. Well, and you mentioned this earlier, and we talked about this last week too, is that Mike Vrabel talks about Harold Landry all the time. Like that's that's one of Mike Vrabel's guy that he cannot stop feel talking good about is Harold Landry. Same thing was with uh with uh John U. Smith. That was Mike Vrabel's guy. John who's working every day. John who does everything well, we John ask. John who got John, to the open. Yeah, very similar situation. He got to the open market. And he's gone because the Titans paid Derrick Henry instead of John who Smith. Which is that's that's where teams allocate. That's the difference in the Titans and everybody else. Is everybody else is allocating the big money to the tight ends? The Titans did it to the running backs. And so Harold Landry, I think, is the next John who Smith. There's a headline for you. Yep. All right, A to Z Sports here live on this Tuesday. Zach, Hopefully uh, he has a better uh, year than Jonu did in New England. Woof. Yeah, I think Landry is a better football player than Johnny Smith, in my opinion. I like Johnny Smith a lot, but Landry is better overall, in my opinion. Anyway, Zach, let's talk about the NFL almost screwing themselves over with the NFL Combine. I want to have you update uh, the situation with the NFL Combine, but first – Tell us all about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride, whether it is a Hyundai Sonata that I have or an Elantra or a Palisade. Man, they've got your perfect make and model, and it's right down the road. I talked to Payne Bone last week. He's willing to hook you up with the deal. You just need to go by and see him. If you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, Go to WilsonCountyHyundai.com, look at their inventory, take the quick trip down I-40, exit 236. I did it last week, and very simple. You go there, test drive a vehicle, and they've got a great deal for you. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app and use our code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet after your first deposit. Great way to start the bankroll. I've got uh, some college basketball ideas in mind uh, for later on tonight. But don't forget, download the app. Use code ATOZ Sports. You make your first deposit and your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. So, Zach, let's update this NFL Combine situation here with what they almost did uh, by bubbling the combine uh, in a couple of weeks. Well, it's hilarious, okay? This is actually funny politics. That's exactly what it is. Because the NFL, towards the end of the football season for their Super Bowl, what did they do? 
unvaxxed, vaxxed, it doesn't matter. We're not tested anymore. Who cares, right? We want our players to play. We don't want to have anybody out of the Super Bowl for that to ruin our money. Well, then it resets, and they're like, well, we've got to go back to rules and all this other BS. So they propose for the – well, it was in place for a little bit – for them to be bubbled and basically – it, they're basically camps that they cannot leave. They, they're they secured areas. That's how they put them, bubbles, right? For these combine players where it would make, make it a very difficult to go get the proper uh, training or warm-ups or, you know, uh, nutrition. Nutrition, uh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And and so what did the, the NFL do after the agents of their players, which – Look, they put this in their mind. I'm curious to see what the repercussions are. They're like, okay, you want to put our players in a bubble? We're not going. <laughs> We're waiting until pro day. F your combine, essentially. And once the agent started to say F your combine, the NFL goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. As it has been the case throughout the pandemic, we continue to evolve our combine policies. Ha, 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 ha. They go, mask will be required, but you can go and we encourage them to, we encourage instead of force. It's such a crack of you know what. It is hilarious. The NFL wants to control as, and I love how the agents actually came out. And I mean, they didn't riot, but like they came out and boycotted and said, okay, you want to play that game? Then I'm going to advise my client, aka player, to just not show up. And your little off-season moneymaker that you want to even bolster even more and move to L.A. here in the next couple of years? Ooh, well, we're going to get our guys in the trend of going to pro days. Mm -hmm. So the NFL completely botched this by trying to control after they stopped testing unvaccinated players and vaccinated players from the start of the season to where they finished to then where they wanted to go at the start of this off-season was hilarious yeah and I, uh, it's actually unfortunate that they did this but at least they eventually got it right yeah uh the the guys from 3hl and don and then buck go to the super bowl out in la during that week and i heard don talking about this is they had to go do they had to get back-to-back negative covid tests they had to have their vaccine uh and booster cards to show proof of that they had to have all these other things and then don said once they got there nothing not once were they asked on Super Bowl Radio Row to be checked for anything. No, nothing. It's like once you were there, it didn't matter. It's for Radio Row, which they were told they have to do all these crazy things leading up to it. And so, look, you're right. And then, you know, all the 70,000 plus people in the stadium and all that too. So, look, it's a, it's a good thing for the players that the agents did this and, and forced the NFL to change because now the players, this is like, does the combine matter? Yes. Like people that don't think the combine matters are looking at the combine for the wrong things. No, no they, you, your stock can increase because of the combine. Yes. It, because of the combine, you can make millions of dollars because of the combine. Darius Hayward Bay. But that <laughs> is, I'm not mind. even like focused on the 40 yard dash. I'm not even focused on the underwear Olympics, as they like to call it. I'm not focused on, oh, this guy can do a bunch of bench press reps because he's got shorter arms, and the other guy who's that got... Does ma- that does help. There are, yeah, there are examples. Way, but, but I think, like, it's a data point, right? The combine creates a bunch of different data points, but the most important things about the combine are the medical exams and the interviews. The medical exams are important because the same doctors get to have their hands on every uh, prospect to have the same type of um, result and, and progress report to go out all the different teams and all the teams get the interview. They get to learn about these guys. I'm not worried about the screw the shuttle times and the 40 yard dash. Can't say that because Nate brings it up. There's too many guys like John Ross. I, I, I fell for you that. Love, you fell in love with John Ross, John Ross because of the combine, right? I, so right. You, you I'm telling you, throw it out and discredit it. I don't put as much into the 40, I put more oh, into BS. Once you find more more information about guys and their times and their you you it changes your opinion. That's crap. Don't sit there and say you're just this wizard. That's a lie. Like you look at that, you watch it, and you understand, and it changes your opinion on guys based on their times. 
if that's, if they're a good football player, so don't. But don't you have completely discredited it in the last three minutes, and that's crap. Again, I I don't think I think people put too much value in the forty yard dash and the bench press and the ooh you got to watch it on TV events. The more important events at the combine are the position drills and the other measurables that they can get and the interviews and medical exams. That's why the combine is important. Look, there are a ton of reasons why the combine is important. Uh, NFL uh, quarterbacks that throw, you get to actually see their arms. Nobody throws. Nobody throws at the combine. Maybe not anymore, but we saw uh, Mariota and Winston. I don't know. uh, Who's the last big name that throws? I, I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Well, COVID, COVID didn't help the last couple of years, right? Sure, but again, like, why would you throw to guys you've never thrown to before, right? Because well, you're just going to set we'll yourself see up. This year. I mean, passes. will more quarterbacks throw? Because the quarterback carousel, really, with with Matt Corral and, and, and Pickett and all those other guys that are kind of unknown, there's not some sexy name. This is where they can really improve their stock at the combine. Yeah, no, I think this By is... By throwing... This- yeah, this is so, the combine. So I, what do you, I don't know what you're arguing. That's actually a huge part going into this year. This specific year, I think it's way more. It's more important, yes. But in the past, so guys have dipped out on it. You, but I'm just I, when when you did your spiel at the beginning, you were like, none of that. It doesn't really matter. All those things don't matter. No, they dude. do. The combine is the combine matters, flat out. The combine matters. I and think what I said was matter than what you portrayed at the beginning. What I said, Zach, is that people put too much on the 40 yard dash and the bench press. And the things that matter more are the position drills, the meetings and the medical exams. I think that changes teams minds. I mean, what? again, there's been too many teams that have bait got baited into fast times. That's why it's interesting. Yeah. And the teams that do that are who? The Raiders and the Bengals and, and the Bengals under their previous leadership. I mean, everybody's got got you, over a period of time. Every team gets got by those times or those bench press numbers or those shuttle numbers. Everybody, you can't not. Isaiah Wilson, I don't even know. He was at the combine because I wasn't he? Yeah, because I was, remember that it. was the combine where it was, where it got, uh, no, Isaiah Wilson's combine was 2020 draft, right? Yeah, because I remember so, he was wearing that. That tight because they got like tights on. He was and he looked. I mean, he was that big. was the last week of normalcy. <laughs> yeah, but he went. They got got at the combine. They obviously they didn't interview his ass very well. Yeah, that well that there's a lot of the things about that. That wasn't the, the combine. That's why stuff. I say everything matters because you can create value. A, any team can create value in their own mind of what they value. Right, whether it is the conversations that they have, or is the forty time, or if you're a quarterback or in need of a quarterback, what you know, what how how corrals, uh, basically, you know, quickness release. I, I don't know, but everybody has them. That's why I do think that the combine, everything from top to bottom, is important because you can either value the wrong thing or value the right thing. I don't disagree. I agree with what you're saying. That's but why you I said discredited that- all of the other. No, stuff I didn't. Besides- no, you you misread everything I said. I literally said, okay, screw that. We're gonna move on from that because again, you're I, you're not. Uh, never mind. The combine is very important. The combine is always important, and it's a big deal for these athletes to go there. So I'm glad that the agents forced the NFL to lift and pop the bubble so that they can have their trainers there, their nutritionists there, to make sure that they can have the best possible combine performance that they could, that they could have. That's All right. how I is it a, It's important. Here's a question. Do you care about it? Right. That I think is a whole nother situation because you know offseason has evolved. The the NFL is very good at offseason uh hype and news and all of that. But do you care about the NFL combine on a scale of one to ten? Let's ask the audience. Do you care about the NFL combine? Ten being that it is the start of the season. I wouldn't miss it for the world. One, it's the Pro Bowl. 
that would be my one to 10 scale. I think that's good. I think that's legit. One, the Pro Bowl 10 is that it's the start of the offseason and you're jacked up about it because it's draft, 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 right? Uh, so let's read some uh, answers real quick. Chris says six. Curtis says 10. Demetrius says five. Jarrell says four. Top tier, just over one. Uh, Dre says one. Marquis says four. Brent says two. Guy says uh, four. Uh, Sawyer says six and a half over on Twitch. Dave saying six. Uh, Jeff Rubel says nine. I love watching the combine, seeing OSU guys, uh, obviously, uh, performing who the Colts can get. Yuri says six. Gene says eight and a half. Lou Man with a 2.22 on 2-2. Two, two. Uh, so, Zach, what's your answer on you on your care scale? I'm probably close to a three uh, because, like, for me, I went to Ole Miss I will watch Matt Corral and some of the things that he does, or at least find him on the internet. So I, I can't say zero or one because I look for those guys. When DK Metcalf and AJ Brown, all that, I, I did look for that. So I'm not going to lie to myself. But overall, uh, the combine starts March 1st. You know, I don't schedule anything around it. I, I mean, I, I don't, the, the, me personally, right? Yeah, no, sports yeah. will have plenty of coverage. Sure. But, Black I will, will be not there. be uh, on bended knee trying to find out what the next 40 time is. I will find it out via Twitter, but I'm at a three. I think that's the correct answer. I used to be a nine, nine out of 10 combine guy, but no, no, no longer. I I can't, I don't have time to, to do what I used to do, but I, I would say four and a half. It's, I know it's importance level is still at a nine. It's importance level is very high, but how much do I care about it? A four and a half. I will monitor it. I'm sure I'll turn the TV on and watch a little bit of it in some of those afternoons uh, later in the week when, when you've got all the workouts happening. And then over the weekend, that's usually a slower weekend, early March, nothing, not much going on. If it's bad weather, then I'll watch it on TV over the weekend when the good drills are happening. But yeah, I'm like, I'm at a four and a half this year. Wow. I mean, I, that's a huge drop off. This is the first time I met you. Well, yeah. I mean, the first time you met me, I was 22 years old. I didn't have anything to do. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. <laughs> I mean, Drooling I just was, over the combine. Yeah. I'm just, just from a nine to a 4.5 is a huge. Drop. I would turn the combine into drinking games back then. I don't, you know, just do all, do all kinds of stuff. I had nothing else going on. All right. It is time for Tuesday sports trivia here on the show. It is a Tuesday. It's our first show of the week, which. Uh, you know, shorter week for A to Z here. We're taking yesterday off. But Tuesday Sports Trivia, we get 10 questions. We're all on the same team. No Googling. That's the rule there. Real quick, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you or someone you love gets hurt, make sure you know where to go, you know who to trust. Uh, the folks over at the Bone & Joint Institute, they can be that for you, boneandjointtn.org. Don't forget... Bet MGM, they are the king of sportsbook, and they could be the king of your phone by you making a little bit of money. Code ATOZ Sports, risk free bet up to $1,000 for new users. Download the app today. All right, Zach, Tuesday sports trivia. We've before got we get one. to trivia, before we get to oh. trivia, I have to update my parking situation i gotta pay that off i'm a man of my word all right if you can do it quick i say something i gotta do it so uh rewind to december 21st uh my car got boot uh, a car got booted right outside of a certain bar i did not disclose this bar i i give them an opportunity to change before i outs them on this platform i don't think that that's fair right so uh basically in this parking lot all it said was public parking. And then in these little signs, it was like, scan, scan your uh, your QR code. And then it would direct you directly to a text message that was blank. It you, I didn't know any instruction. And in small print, it was like, do this. Usually QR codes go to websites where you can pay. But all the this parking lot said was public parking. So I called the guy and I said, look, we got a big problem. And... And I found out his the guy who gave him the parking license before I talked to him. Um, and so, look, I was like, look, we got a big problem. Uh, you are getting people booted left and right. You're making a ton of money off of it. When I got booted, seven other boots were on people's cars. It's so ridiculous. And so it justified that people were confused. Well, 
I told this guy, I was like, I'll give you a month to change the sign or I'm going to go and I'm going to petition to get your license taken away and take all that money away from you. And he was like, well, you, I, I, you could kind of see in his voice, he was kind of like, screw you. And he wanted to probably hang up. But I was like, look, man, I'm telling you, I, I will not stop. I will make sure that this is corrected because you are taking advantage of way too many people. So what he did, he was like, uh, look, I, I, I don't know. He goes, I don't know why I'm doing this, but give me two months. So I gave him two months to change the sign. So I went by there. It was, uh, I had a, a calendar in my calendar. And I said, look, I'm going to go by this parking lot. So Sunday I went by this parking lot and what do you know? Change has happened instead of, public parking he's taken that sign down and he has pay here (laughs) in big this is a brand new sign this thing is big and now it confirms and he's probably making less money from all of the the boots boots, but it is power to the people so yeah change did happen because that was not right and it ticked me off and I went the extra mile. And you know what? I probably saved people hundreds and hundreds of dollars. I don't need credit for that. But I do recognize that when there's a problem, it needs to be fixed. So I will compliment the parking guy or the owner of this parking lot, their parking company, to say he did change. So if you think I'm not going to do something, you don't know me very well. There you go. Change and more people are, look, he's getting his money, but the boots are not as prevalent. There you go. You did it. You did it. What were you holding in your hand as you're fist pumping your, your speech there? Uh, I was a screwdriver. <laughs> okay. I'm he's fixing one- things. Hey, I'm fixing things. <laughs> he's just over here waving a flathead screwdriver got, in the I camera. Think, look, these are kind of the things that I, I mess with. Look, you got a, a microphone yeah, stand. You, you, fid- know, you fidget. Yes, you have. I was thinking that- about that. I, I, I've never, I never gotten the fidget spinner, though, right? You, I never you did- needed that and still do. That. But good Lord, Zach's over here with weapons just. Did you put that side up yourself with that screwdriver? I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was not my responsibility. That was his. So right. uh, let's go to uh, sports trivia. Let's get yes. this thing rocking and rolling. Let's uh, do it. I do think that we can get through this fairly easily. Okay. Let's start with, uh, and this is just how the questions come. What college football position receives the Jim Thorpe Award? Defensive backs. Final A to Z. We good with that? Yes. The Jim Thorpe Award, named in the memory of multi-sport legend Jim Thorpe, has been awarded to the top defensive back in college football since 1986. 1986. I did not realize he was that new of an award. Jim Thorpe has been around for, well, hasn't been around for a while. All right, next question. What is NFL running back Dick Plasman's claim to fame? Did we already do that? I don't think so. I've never heard this guy before in my life. What? And we are on a time limit. Yeah. We're doing yep. that. Uh, after I said, what is NFL running back Dick Plasman's claim to fame? Dick Plasman. Uh, the stiff arm. <laughs> Well, look, we, we started with an easy one, and eventually yeah, it got real yeah. hard real quick. Yeah, uh, the stiff arm. I don't know. What is NFL running back running back Dick Plasman's claim to fame? Nobody's going to know anything. So even Scott, who's our throwback trivia guy. Orlando says the hurdle. The hurdle could be good. Thank got, you for Ian for getting my stiff arm joke. God. We got 10, 10 seconds. Let's go with the hurdle. Let's, oh, now I get it. <laughs> I was waiting for somebody. Uh, let's go with the hurdle final A to Z. Dick Plasman was notably the last player in the NFL to play a game without a helmet. Ah. He did so in the 1940 NFL championship game before the league mandated that helmets be worn by all players. Somebody did say, uh, Jared says helmet, but that didn't mean anything. All right, one and one. Let's roll. 
Wow. Um, let's see here. Um, uh, we've already done that one. Um, all right. Next set of questions. What boxer holds the record for youngest professional debut? What boxer holds the record for youngest professional debut? Clock has started. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, Mike Tyson, is it going to be a... It surely it's not. I mean, there's Tyson. a couple Mike Tyson's votes. Or Brent it's just and, a debut, though. It's not like winning. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mike Tyson is from Brent and Yogi. Mark says Tyson. I don't know, man. We're getting a lot of Tyson votes. I think that's what we should do. Yeah, Olympics are technically amateur. Tyson finally to Z. Uh, the correct answer is Alberto Aresmidi holds yeah, okay. the record for youngest professional de- debut by a boxer. He is believed to have turned pro at the tender age of 10. Yeah, nobody knew that. So one and two. Next question. <laughs> <clears throat> what golfer coined the term caddy? What uh, golfer coined the term caddy? Bobby Jones? That sounds right. That's usually my old golfer answer, though. Yeah, the who was that guy? Gotta know this. Who was that ten-year-old fighting? I'm with you, Orlando. Alberto Arismedi. Arismedi. Um, who? What golfer coined the term caddy? Tyson's the youngest champ, not pro, but uh, I mean, Byron Nelson from G-Man. You said Bobby Jones. Bobby Jones. <clears throat> the chat is the chat getting anything else. We got no. 10 seconds. Right, let's go Bobby Jones. Finally, is he? There's some Walter Hagen's Rodney Dangerfield. What's the answer? Mary Queen of Scots. Oh, okay. The first known female golfer coined the, coined the term caddy in ni- in 1552. Wow. wow. Calling her assisti- assistant's cadets during her reign, the famous golf course at St. Andrews was built. Huh, there you go. Makes the history. One and three. Let's pull ourselves out of this. What was the first sport televised in the United States? Boxing. What was the first sport televised in the United States? I'm pretty sure it's boxing. What about golf? I think boxing. Boxing was bigger back in like the 20s. Golf is older. Yeah, but t- but boxing was big. I think it's boxing. <clears throat> I feel pretty good about that. Because <clears throat> they would do it at movie theaters. Horse racing is also a good one, but I think it's boxing. Titans Kyle says baseball 100%. It was college baseball, but I I'm with Jabu. I think it's, I think boxing was the first televised sport in America. Is that what his question was? Uh, in the United States. I think it's boxing. I think there was a big boxing Base- match. We got baseball. And Mark is right. Golf would cut would require. Yeah, you got to have a million cameras for that. Uh, baseball is mo- the most popular answer. I think I'm with Jabu. Jabu says baseball was the f- first radio announced game. Boxing was the first televised. I think it's boxing because it's an easier TV setup. <clears throat> you want to lock it in? I'm with boxing. Final A to Z. The correct answer was. 1939, baseball became the first sport ever televised in the United States. The game was between Princeton 
and Columbia <sighs> at Baker Field. Princeton won two to one. Who was who was the who was the guy who said that to start? Kyle? I owe Kyle. That's the second apology that I owe Kyle today in the show. All right, damn it, one and four. This Bella's is the worst that we've ever been. This is the worst we've had in a long time. What sport has a hooker in a scrum? Rugby. What sport has a hooker in a scrum? Rugby. It's got to be rugby. Scrum. Rugby scrum. Yes. Yeah, Bobby's right. Bella knew I was stressed, and so uh, <laughs> so Bella helped me out there. Uh, it's got to be um, – it's definitely rugby. Rugby. Kyle says rugby, so let's go with Kyle. I need to go with Kyle from now. Oh, yeah. You really lock rugby, it in? Rugby, final A to Z. Lock that one in. Rugby, a scrimmage or scrum is a way of restarting the game. Yes. So we're two and four. Six last, questions. Last sports question. What professional sports league's MVP trophy is called the Podoloff Cup? The Podoloff Cup. What professional sports league's MVP trophy is called the Podoloff Cup? It's not NHL. That's the heart. Cup. Is it like the MLS? I don't know soccer, but cup makes me think soccer. Podoloff. That sounds like Eastern European. Podoloff. We the need KHL? the chat's help. We got 13, 30 seconds. Let's go. I, Bobby with a KHL makes sense. I just don't know. I think it's Is soccer. The, it's what's cup. the NBA? What's the NBA's MVP? It's not the NBA. Podoloff. That sounds like Russian, does it not? KHL? The KHL is the Russian Hockey League. I think it's the KHL. Podoloff? That's totally Russian. <laughs> and it's a cup? Come on. Like I think it's I think K you know and league for the MVP. You want to lock that in? Let's go final A to Z KHL. Oh my gosh! What is it? I mean, I didn't know this. The NBA, isn't it? The National Basketball Association. Son of a Zach. Okay, Maurice Podoloff, the first league's commissioner. I guess that's the guy. That is the weird trophy. But who's on that trophy? Podoloff. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my gosh. Is Podoloff the guy on the trophy? Yeah, he's weird. All right. We're two and five. This is the worst we've ever done. I've never heard of that in my life before, Zach. This is me actually saying this. It's not, but um, all right, non-sports. Let's see here. Who told Mary Tyler Moore, quote, you've got spunk? Who told Mary Tyler Moore, you've got spunk? So we need uh, maybe the older audience to help us out here. Mm -hmm. Who told Mary Tyler Moore, quote, you've got spunk? Nothing. Nothing. We got Oprah and Snoop Dogg. That's not right. (laughs) Maybe Oprah. Bob Hope. Ed Answer. Ed Asner. We need something that is weird and creative. Ed Ed Asner. We're getting some Ed Asners. 
I said we Ed go with Asner? Ed Asner. Ed Asner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Final A to Z. Come on, Billy. The correct answer is Lou Grant. Oh, okay. Two and six. Yikes. What oh the hell gosh. is happening? I mean, what are we trying? What are we trying to get to? Seventy-five percent. We're gonna miss it. Yeah. What? From what tree did aspirin originally derive? Good lord, we're learning a lot on this um, quiz. Tree? From, what tree? From what tree? Did aspirin originally derive? The Bayer tree. <laughs> That's, That's funny. good. Wait, wait, wait. Lou Grant is Ed Asner. Ed Asner's character was Lou Grant, so we got that correct. Ed Asner is Lou Grant. <laughs> okay, so we're three and five. Good Lord. That's good. Who said that? Uh, a lot, everybody, uh, okay. <laughs> everybody who answered Ed Asner. All right, uh, now the, back to the tree. So we the we Bayer got oak, the oak, oak tree. I mean, I don't know, birch, <laughs> oak tree. We gotta find something. Uh, oak Willow? tree. Huh? Let's go oak tree, right? Let's just do that. Oak tree, final A to Z. Yep. Man, we had somebody get it right, but we were not them. Willow. Mm. A lot of people said Willow. A couple people did. Interesting. Final question. Now we are three and six. God. In the fifth season of The Office, Ryan claims to have gone on a long trip to which Asian country? In the fifth season of The Office, Ryan claims to have gone on a long trip to which Asian country? I'm on season four right now. That doesn't help us. No, I haven't said. I haven't. I've watched it in its entirety three times, but I I don't. I want to. It's like India. Thailand, Thailand, Thailand. That's ex- it's Thailand. Jeff's right. Thailand. It's absolutely Thailand. Yes. Thailand. Yes, it's absolutely Thailand. You want to lock it in? Final A to Z, Thailand. Yes. We would get That's to it. four and six. Yes, which would put us at ten out of twenty <laughs> for fifty uh, percent. Yeah. This is turning into a dark day in A to Z it, sports It really history. is. It is a little bit lighter because Thailand is the correct answer. Oh, God. But that Jeff says he's never seen The Office, but he guessed it. And that's where all the Thailand is. That's exactly correct. Hey, oh you guys wanted we – we went 35-0, and 0, and now you can't be bitching about harder trivia. This is the correction. This is the correction. All right. We got to roll. We got things to do. So we will uh, see you guys tomorrow. If you want to throw shit at this trivia, you can do that tomorrow. So we will. uh, It's a good idea. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Buck rising later on A to Z sports primetime. Also check out uh, Luke Warsham's new Titans toss up coming out on our podcast network, A to Z sports podcast network. And we'll see you tomorrow morning. Appreciate it. Adios.